0: Her eyes. They were the color of the burned out ends of lonely days. It seemed I had tried to forget them my whole life. Right at the moment, they were giving me a look that probably would have set driftwood on fire. Luckily, I was more dense than driftwood. And yes, that was a joke, at my expense, like most of my life. The dark quiet of her office trembled like the grasp of dying fingers. You're a fraud. Are you talking me being a red man masquerading in a white man's world, or the psychic reader sign on my door? Her voice was a velvet sneer. Psychic, please. You don't believe in the supernatural any more than I do. I shrugged. My clients do. That's all that counts. Clients? You mean marks, don't you? Clients. They hurt. I help as best I can. She studied me as if I were a bad purchase she had made. You don't remember, do you? I arched my right eyebrow in a question. It wasn't exactly a lie. It just wasn't the truth. Her eyes sifted me like flour. First, you were in all my elective classes in high school. Then there you were in all my classes at the University of Houston. Harvard was the same story. I thought you were following me. I was following the money. Her eyes became nearly as sharp as the memories I was trying to keep from my face. Like all the other men in my life. Not you, the scholarships. The breath bled from her in a sigh. But then you stayed in Boston, and I, I had family obligations. When she had said family, she meant family in two ways. Blood and crime. And yes, that was another joke. A deadly one at everyone's expense. The family she now ruled dealt in both blood and crime. She just dealt it out with more elegance than had her father, as she had for nearly a decade and a half. She had been the fantasy of every male in high school, student and teacher alike. In college, she had been a vision. Even now, Victoria was a striking woman. There was an almost tangible stillness to her of deep mountain lakes and silent shadows. Her words were so soft I had to strain to hear them. When we are young, what we want is so simple. We want it all. Her face suddenly became a map of her past life, which told me nothing I wanted to hear. And in trying for it all, we lose what is right before our eyes. Her wet eyes suddenly saw me again. What all did you want, Mr. Winters? Very little, not to be alone, to be loved, to finally belong. Her lips curled. And you did not get even that. No, no I didn't. For some reason she couldn't meet my eyes, and as is so often the case when the pain is too close, she distanced it by intellectualizing. We awaken in the dawn with the hunger for the far horizons of freedom and the power to do what we want. Forever out of reach, they mock us until we find ourselves yearning for a path back to dawn to start again with wiser heads. Her words hit me somewhere beyond memory and below the level of speech. But her obvious pain begged me to try and relieve it with clumsy words anyway. Still, I had no faith in my own, and instead used those of Lord Byron. I stood in Venice on the Bridge of Sighs, a palace and a prison on either side. I received the usual response I got when I tried to help. What the hell was that? I fought my own sigh. There were times when I felt like a mime and the whole damned world was blind. Like now. When you find yourself in a hole, a good rule of thumb is to stop digging. But one look at her face killed that notion. Her eyes. Damn her eyes. Born of strange sins, they yearned for more than loneliness, yet seemed to expect nothing less. For them, I had to try one more time. You have to learn to let the wind blow through you.